0: This is the DNA Pest Control podcast with your hosts Daniel and Anthony.
1: All right. We are back at the DNA Pest Control podcast. We have a special guest today. It's been forever.
0: It, it's been forever. Oh, who's that? It's it's the A in DNA.
1: There we go. Anthony is back. I am back. And for good. He is ready. To get some people fired up,
0: yeah. So I've been my absence has been due mostly to, uh, I would say, the pandemic. Yes. And I've been, you know, I've been running a route pretty, uh, pretty full time. Hasn't, you know, we haven't had much time to uh, do the podcast. Also, in part because of social distancing and everything like that. But I'm back, and I got a word for you guys out there. Or I got a couple words actually.
1: Yeah. So today we're gonna talk about why the pest control industry is the best industry
0: and it is
1: well why would you say that
0: well first of all let's let's get this out of the way is that you technicians out there that continue to take advantage of clients that continue to cut corners that continue to be you know lazy out there you guys are bad for the industry and i'm just going to say it straight up now if you're listening Um, I'm not going to say sorry. What I'm going to say is you need to change up. You got to fix it.
1: Firing shots. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right from the get go. Well,
0: because this pandemic proves it. First of all, we're essential. We're, we're lucky. I would say to still be working. There's so many people out there that are unemployed, not working. And if you're still going to take advantage of it and cut corners and half ass someone's service because you want to be, you know, a privileged person who drives around in a work vehicle and wants to cut corners. I don't like that.
1: Well, that's good. Yeah. I mean, you have every reason not to. Yeah. I don't like that.
0: Yeah. And it's like, we're here, like, the amount of smiles I see from the clients that aren't wearing masks and how happy they are for a pest control technician to show up to their home, it's awesome. It makes you feel great. Like, I I look at this whole industry completely different now. It's like, we're like a friend to these, these people and, you know, the clients and everything like that. And it's like, why are you going to cut the corners and yeah. take advantage of it?
1: Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, even... My experience yesterday going to a gas station that had a dead rat actually inside. Uh, and I got to pull that rat out. And I did it all that same day, which was, I mean, pretty lucky for them because a lot yeah. of guys wouldn't. And actually, what I did for them um, was pretty huge. You know, I'm going to pat myself on the back. Yeah, you know, you I was underneath, I was inside a shelf. Okay. So it was a whole coffee stand. I was underneath that shelf sweating. Because they did not have AC going on in there. Yeah. And I was putting my arm back behind. Mind you, I was not in technician clothes. Okay. Oh, I, I, I Yeah, that's the worst part. I was in shorts and a polo. People
0: were like, who's this guy?
1: Oh, they yeah. they looked at me. When I walked in, they were staring at me like, who are you? Why do you have a bucket? Like, what are you doing here? Yeah, yeah. And then they read. They're like, oh, okay, he's like, coming uh, in.
0: Were you like, I'm here to fill up on soda. Yeah, right, yeah. Bucket.
1: No, no, no. I just kind of stared at them blankly for a minute and they they figured it out. Um, but no, I mean, they were super happy that I got there and I ended up cleaning out a ton of garbage behind this thing. Yeah. Um, sticking my arm back in, smelling a dead rat. I mean, it was just terrible. But I mean, it was awesome. Yeah. At the end of it, they're like, yeah, take whatever you want.
0: Yeah. They gave me a soda before. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: super happy I was there. Um, so I do agree with you, you know, don't cut corners. Yeah. And, and, and here's,
0: yeah. And here's my message out there of to all technicians, man, because I'm a full-time route technician myself. I do commercial apartments, uh, residential, whatever you can think of. My, my main thing is just please, I know you could get burnt out or whatever, but just keep at it. Keep doing your best, go above and beyond because that our clients deserve it. And it's times like this, that, when they see their technician show up and then he's gonna bust his ass at their home and, and greet them with the best customer service, it, it, it just helps out our entire society. Whatever community you're in, you're just gonna help it out. If you show up in a bad mood with your headphones blaring music, you don't even wanna say hi to the client, you're not you know, you're cutting corners, you're not removing webs a lot, you're spraying like uh, you know, a jerk off. It it's not gonna <laughs> you know, you're just giving the industry a bad rap and also you're just not doing you're part of the bargain, you know?
1: Yeah, no, I, I agree hundred percent with that guys. I mean, you need to step up, you need to be there. Um, you know, and if you don't like it, obviously get out of the industry. Yeah. You don't have to be here now.
0: And obviously most of you probably do do that. You know, I mean, I've taken, uh, houses that have had other services before and the house looks great. I'm like, well, you know, this guy is doing his job. Yeah. Um, yeah. but there is a select few out there, um, of, you know, people, technicians that do do that. And it's just, please stop doing it. Go find a new industry. Um, go do, if you want to drive around in a work truck, you know, go deliver uh, for FedEx or UPS or something. If you don't want to talk to clients and, you know, go above and beyond because our industry is to go above and beyond and take care of our clients.
1: Yeah. You know, and honestly, before this whole pandemic even happened, if you were ever guessing if this industry was a good industry, because, you know, you never realize it until shit hits the fan. Yeah. Once everything starts going crazy, that's when you actually get to realize, is my industry the best? Is it really that good? Is it recession proof? Is it pandemic proof? And I think we got to see that from here because, you know, right when this whole thing happened, my brother-in-law called. Yeah. How's everything going over there? Are you okay? Are you good? Are you losing clients? Are people canceling like crazy? No. No. Yeah, none of that happened. I, I didn't we didn't have to shut down. He actually had to shut down his office for two weeks um, or longer. I don't even know how long he had to shut down. Yeah, he was running at like 40 percent or less. He told a huge group of his guys, hey, go just get unemployment. We're not, you know, we're not working. Yeah. Um, And so, you know, here we didn't have to do that to the point of just this last you know week or two. We've had so many calls, so many estimates. We've grown. Um, you know that it really proves, you know, we're a we're pretty solid industry. We're not going anywhere if if you do your quality work. Yeah, you know, if you don't, if you're just being one of the bums out there, you know, you're kind of putting a bad name on the company, unfortunately. And eventually, they're just going to cancel out your route, and they're going to have to consolidate it. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's
0: one thing a lot of people don't realize is if you are cutting corners, um, you're wearing a uniform you're wearing a uniform from a certain company. So, you know, you're making not only yourself look bad, you're making the company look bad.
1: Oh yeah. Well, there's been times where, you know, we've taken over, you know, clients from other companies and nothing against them. And I've even had people complain about that company and I'll even tell them, Hey, you probably just had a bad tech. Yeah. I wouldn't say that the whole company's that way. Cause there's obviously good technicians out there. Um, but there are the ones that will, you know, take advantage of that system. And yeah. and unfortunately, that's out there. And it's out there a lot. Yeah. You know, so.
0: Well, yeah. And the industry it's in itself is it's just such a solid thing. Because think about it. Rats aren't going anywhere. Bed bugs aren't. Roaches aren't. And even if this pandemic was a little bit worse, and I, you know, I'm not wanting it to be worse at all by any means. but No, no, not at all. We'd still be there. There's still going to be rats, you know, if people need to stay in their home and they're hearing rats in the walls, who are they going to call? They're not going to call a plumber. They're going to call us, you know. So we we are just we are set in stone. And I I do know that maybe 80 percent, 90 percent of your work may be just running a residential route. You might not be doing the quote unquote essential work that the industry gets the leeway for. But even then, you still might run into it, and you still are the face of the industry. So I say, you know, act like you're the essential worker you are. Well, we are. I mean, if you
1: honestly break it down, you know, talking on being, you know, essential, pandemic-proof, recession-proof, take away the pest control industry. If you can imagine it, you know, what would that be like if you actually took all the technicians out, you removed all the pest control? It would be crazy out there. It
0: would no the first thing, no one would live in an apartment. No. They they would
1: everyone would move. They'd get out of there. No one quick. would
0: ever if people would rather be homeless than to live with roaches, a lot of people will. And it's like then you'd have apartments that would have maintenance guys go in there with like raid or something. And oh oh yeah. It'd well, be terrible. <laughs> yeah, it would be bad.
1: <laughs> but then I mean, even that, I mean look at uh rodents. Yeah, I mean, you take out the, you know, the bait stations that we're doing, the the traps. I mean, how many rats we've picked up. I mean, you can only imagine what it'd be like. I mean, they have videos out in, oh, it's back east somewhere Mm -hmm. where rats are literally running the streets crazy because all the restaurants were shut down. And so these things, they started, they actually came out with this whole article saying they they were gangs. So these gangs of rats started taking over territory. They are
0: having wars to eat each other. Yeah, Yeah. they were eating each other because it was
1: that. Yeah. So, I mean, if you took out actually our industry, you know, it would be crazy. Yeah. It would not. Society would not function the same way.
0: Well, you're right about not the same way, but people may adapt. And, you know, living with a rat that has a couple of uh, cockroaches on its back. In the, your home, maybe oh, the new gosh. normal. No,
1: yeah. I. <laughs> no, I, I promised you. I mean, if, if it did go away, someone would eventually sell a service to take care of those things.
0: Yeah, it's just natural. It's, yeah. it's since the, you know, uh, just the beginning of time. I mean, if you go all the way back to, like, the Black Plague, they had dogs that were trained to be, you know, ratters and stuff like that. There's always yep. been some form of controlling pests that were, you know, plaguing society.
1: Yeah. Well, and that's why, you know... You know, guys, just remember, you know, that take pride in it. Yeah. You know, if you didn't see it before, you can see it now. People are happy to see you. People are excited. You know, I I had the opportunity to be in the office a lot more and getting those phone calls, asking if we're still open and available to come out. You know, people saying, Are you can you come out to my house? You know, making sure that we can, even though you know there was a shelter in place mm-hmm. you know we were able to go out there and help them and they were ecstatic about that yeah so you know make sure you take pride in it
0: oh yeah and and i know uh, i've been more on a solemn topic of you know bashing people and i want to be in a more positive light right now of um this is an awesome job and you know whether you're a technician office worker or manager or owner um this industry is just awesome it's it's ever changing there's always new things to learn and like we were saying earlier, it's recession and pandemic proof. It's, it's a, it's a solid job, man.
1: Oh yeah, no, definitely. I mean, and the next point that we have is it's high satisfaction. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, if you guys haven't been getting it, it's probably because you haven't been doing a good job. Right. But yeah. <laughs> <talking Or> you <laughs> probably need to find a new job.
0: <laughs> if you're not being satisfied. Need to Find a new yeah. job.
1: Um, but you know, it is high satisfaction if you're doing the right job, if you're doing it correctly, uh, if you take pride in your work. Yeah. You know, no one, I know we were talking about it before, but no one's going to walk into a store and you're not going to pat some dude on the back saying, Hey, you know, thanks for restocking the shampoo. I really needed it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you don't care that you just expect that. But when you have a rat inside your wall, that's dead, you want, yeah. You know, or underneath the house, we come pick it up. That's a whole different story. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know? So there's a huge satisfaction. Now, we do go through those streaks. If you're just a regular residential tech, you're running through, you know, you might not have that high satisfaction of people, you know, super excited to see you because they don't have any bugs. Yeah. Um, But believe it or not, they are, you know, and they are actually really happy, at least on the office side of things. We probably hear it uh, a lot more than the technicians hear it. Yeah. How grateful they are. So.
0: Well, one thing, too, is that um, uh, before I started working in the pest control industry, I was a warehouse worker. You know, i drive a forklift, move pallets around, move boxes around, and I dreaded waking up to get to that job, given I was waking up at 2 o'clock in the morning. Oh, no, that would suck. Um, but also, uh, there wasn't any rewarding, you know, features from that job. It was show up for your eight hours, uh, move X amount of pallets around, and, you know, that's your job. And there's no... And I'm not bashing on warehouse work at all, but I just didn't feel the satisfaction I feel waking up to this job. You know, I've yeah. been I've been really busy since the pandemic started. And it's like I'm not getting slowed down one bit. I don't feel not one inch of burnout. I'm I'm ready to go seven days a week if I have to, because it's just it feels awesome going to see the clients. And I was telling you earlier, it's like every day's a Saturday. Everyone's home.
1: Yeah, everyone gets to see you. Yeah, I know. I, I've seen a ton of people. They've even said, "Oh, you've probably never seen me before."
2: Yeah, there's <laughs> a like, lot nope. of
0: yeah, there's a lot of new faces of houses I've been doing for like two years. I'm like, well, I get to finally see you now.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, it, it's awesome. And then, um, bringing to the next, I mean, with you know, with all the satisfaction we get, you know, there's a lot of security in this job. Uh, that, once again, I think a lot of guys oversee and overlook that. Yeah, you know, the job security because the industry not going anywhere yeah. because society can't really live without us, you know, your job's not necessarily going to disappear. Yeah. You know, it's not going anywhere.
0: Well, a lot of technicians get um, complacent pretty much of, you know, you get comfortable, this becomes normal. And sadly what happens is you start to get, you know, not lazier, but the normal, you start to move more in the motion. You start to go with the flow and, complacency is a killer in this industry because it's like I said, ever changing. There's always new methods you gotta do. You don't want to show up to a house with ants and then just spray stuff for spiders. You know? Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. No, that that's absolutely correct. You know, but then I even see, cause you know, speaking you know of my brother-in-law, you know, he had traffic controllers and he, that was a big majority of them that he sent home. Yeah. You know, so when you think of, you know, construction right now, Oh, construction is really good. You know, for the moment, you know, once recession hits, once people start tightening down, they don't buy houses anymore. They don't buy that stuff. And so suddenly construction starts to dwindle and your job security is gone. Yeah. You know, same in the warehouse industry, you know, luckily, I mean, a huge majority of them were still open. Um, but if they had to shut down, you know, cause they were too close working or yeah. the state came in, you're done. Yeah, you, you know, there's no security there that you can't keep going. We work alone. So really, there's nothing that comes in to play when, you know, something like this happens. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. Well, sorry. <laughs> what are you laughing about? <laughs> because your mic, your mic stand started moving. Oh. So I'm like, oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Because you told me how flimsy these might be. And then I'm like, what if that thing just fell over in the middle of his speech? Oh um, yeah. But no, no I- see that's the the um <laughs> you know the comedic break we needed from. <laughs> but I agree 100% with you of of that. Yeah, there is a lot of job security with us. Um you know, now now you see how important also, and this is on a different topic, how important people that work at say Walmart, Target, you know, all these uh retail grocery stores how important they are. Would you agree? Well, I mean <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I do think they do a, a, you know, I think it is an important job. I think every job is important. Well, every, you know? every job
0: needs to be filled. Yeah, no, no,
1: no. So, I mean, I, I won't say, I know I we've bashed on a bunch of different industries.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we do a lot, actually. We bash on, the. I was just to one of our podcasts and all it was was bashing.
1: Yeah, you, uh, hey, you know, it's fun. And our
0: Free Talk Friday is going to be a lot of bashing, too, the oh, next yeah, one.
1: Yeah, get ready for that one. Yeah. But I no, I agree. I think everybody needs to take pride in their job. I think everybody needs um to fulfill that space. And there's actually one guy that I do like. Um, he has a podcast. It's Andy Frisella. You guys look go listen to him if you have nothing else to do. Um he's not paying me to say this.
0: Well, what's it called? The podcast.
1: Um, shoot. He just uh oh, come he on just changed it. Oh. It's it's called the it was called the MF CEO. Uh huh. The mother F and CEO. There you um, go. Um but he he's very real with it. But he talks about the importance of taking pride in your job mm-hmm. and doing everything correctly. So I do think you know what you're saying about that those other industries. I think every position is crucial. Yeah. Um. But people just don't take pride. They just don't know how to enjoy their job or their yeah. position at that time.
0: But even then, like you can relate all that to um our industry. Like whether like say you are you're listening to this and you're a technician that all you're doing is you're running a residential route. And that's all you do five days a week. Yeah, which, mind there's,
1: you, there's a ton of guys who love that. Yeah, everyone <laughs>
0: loves that. I mean, I was talking to a tech a couple days ago, and he's just like, all he wants to do is just do that, run a residential route. He doesn't want to get, you know, doesn't want to do anything else. No, there's more
1: pressure when you do but other things.
0: Yeah, well, hold on, because okay. you, now you're making what I was going to say a little less cool. But oh, um, I was going to say, take pride in that, man. Oh, if absolutely. If you're just running a route, you know, Yep. because... um. I would say I run a route, a full residential route on top of apartments and commercial. And, you know, some guys don't get to do that. They don't get that break. But even then, if you're not getting that break away from uh, residentials, there's this pride in that. You're doing what you have to do. Uh, if you're not doing that, there's black widows around someone's home. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then they're, now their kids or their pets are at danger, you know. And, and if you're like, well, I've I've done this house 98 times already. I have 49 years experience. I'm 23. And it's like, okay, I I get that part. <laughs> But look, you know, black widows are a huge pest, you know, and you're getting rid of, you know, wolf spiders, jumping spiders, big cockroaches around the home. You know what you're doing, unless you're not, you know, unless you're half assing it and you're one of those guys that we got fired up about earlier, which I don't, I hope you're not listening. Yeah. (laughs) Because I don't want you to. I want you to change up and then come listen.
1: Well, they're probably not listening. Or how about you go listen to our other episodes? (laughs) There you go. Start at one.
0: Yeah. Start it. Start all the way at one and and then learn how to become a good tech. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, I yeah. I mean there's there's a lot to say about it um, and especially about them. And yeah. I am going to say them cuz they're in their own category. They are. I won't and they
0: ruin they ruin the fun for the rest of us, the good technicians.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they do. They they unfortunately do. Um but you know that uh, that that goes really well with if you're if you're a good technician if you're doing what you do you know at the best level you're constantly learning you're constantly growing. You're gonna get paid, you know, with the you know with the benefits, just the basic benefits that most companies already give. I mean, yeah. that truck, you get a phone. Yeah. Um, most of the time you get a truck and you get a phone. I don't know what all the companies do out there. Uh, if you have to go pick it up or whatever. Well, the.
0: Yeah, I know we're going to start harping on the benefits, but like let, let's say you do get to take the truck home. That is the biggest thing. You're saving so much on gas, even yep. though right now it's pretty cheap.
1: It is. It's so nice. But you're also
0: saving on car maintenance yep. on top of the gas. Yep. And and on top of it, you have a guaranteed way to work and the guaranteed way back to work. You don't have to worry about insurance for your personal vehicle, like roadside, even though you still need it, unless you don't have it. Yeah. We don't have to worry about your rates going up. And... It's just, I would say the phone, maybe it might be not like a personal phone, but it is a phone, you know? Yeah.
1: Well, some people, you know, I think a lot of younger people focus a lot on that stuff. Yeah. You know, so how many people have, you know, uh, in a brand new iPhone? Yeah. Everyone, you know? right? It's only well, like 30 bucks a month. Well, if you can actually even get it, if you have a good credit, well, my you,
0: my wife just got the iPhone, the new iPhone X, something.
1: the the uh, the new new one, the eleven.
0: I don't know, maybe the SE,
1: the iPhone SE. I
0: I think so, but it's like thirty something dollars a month. I'm like, wow, they just let you get it, even though you're paying out the butt for interest. But
1: no, they don't charge you interest. Really, we got we we'll talk about that afterwards. I got well, <laughs> they should okay. be. I, who are you with, T-Mobile?
0: Um, how she's with Verizon.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. See, I don't know. Oh, we just got sidetracked there for a minute, we but did. yeah, yeah. So, Back phone to the industry,
0: truck, phone
1: truck, yeah. Um, insurance, depending on your company.
0: And hey, and this is for well, have don't tell your bosses this. Uh oh, you got a lot of products that you're taking home Uh-oh. that you, you can maybe spray in your home every now and then. <laughs> Who's gonna know?
1: I well, I'm sure everyone can spray their own home. I
0: I've, I don't do it. I've probably done it twice. You know, I think that's, I've,
1: I've knocked on an owner when I used to door to door and I was selling pest control. I knocked on an owner's door Yeah. and I was pitching the wife and she's like, we own our own company. Yeah. And I'm like, you do? (laughs) Cause there's webs everywhere. I mean, it was terrible, but I looked at, I was like, you like, really? No, you're lying. And she's like, no, we do. Yeah. And I just look up at all the spider webs. I'm like, oh, okay. All right. Well, you have a good one. Just blown away. But I I don't think a lot of people do it. I mean, you do it every day. So why do it on your own house? I do
0: uh, weed control around my house. That's smart. Yeah. And I secretly use the product provided by, you know, the company. <laughs> hey, <laughs> use it because we got a ton of it.
1: <laughs> so, no. So I, I think the, the benefits behind it are, are pretty decent as well. Yeah. You know, um, to where it is, it, it's nice. I mean, you do have everything you need to literally get to and from work spending almost nothing, all the money that you earn is going straight to your pocket.
0: Well, and and here's the thing. If you're, you know, packing your own lunch, but if you fall under a thing to where you're, you're constantly going to a gas station to get snacks, drinks, or you're going through drive through, then yes, it adds up. But if you're not doing that, you're going to save so much money.
1: Well, that's, that's in every, I think that's every job or every position, you know, but if you have to drive to work and drive home from work, you know, a lot of people don't add that gas up. But I, I had a kid who was actually looking, you know, to work here. And he was working for a guy uh, doing uh, pools or something, concrete. I don't know what it was. Yeah. But he was spending almost three to $400 a month on gas alone. Yeah. That's just money out of his pocket directly. Well, what is he driving? Some big truck? No, no, no. It was a car. But he really? had to drive all the way out to Fairfield. He had to oh, drive okay. super far. Okay. You know, to these locations yeah. and then midday the guy would say, Okay, we're done here, we're gonna go to another one. Mm-hmm. And they would all have to hop in their personal vehicles and go drive that distance. And, and so was the,
0: was the his boss paying for gas? No,
1: that's what oh, I'm telling that, you. No. It's terrible. No, no, no. There was no <laughs> there's no gas involved. Wow. But that's like a lot of people who'd go out to the Bay Area. Yeah. And they're driving their vehicle out and to the Bay Area, yeah. you know, to make five dollars more. Just stay in, you know, you might as well stay in Sacramento. Yeah. Some no reason to drive all the way out there to make a little bit more extra money. Right. You're spending you're spending way too much in time and gas.
0: Yeah, no, that's true. I knew a guy that was commuting from Woodland to Oakland every every morning.
1: Yeah, that's just stupid. Yeah. I would never do that. I mean, unless they were paying me for gas and time, everything, there's no way. Yeah. There's no way that I'd do that. But you know, that's the benefit here. You know, you do get all of those things all tied into one um where it's not bad you don't have to drive clear out to some warehouse you know like you did out in lincoln yeah you know every morning every, every morning evening, you same
0: know. time yeah yeah yep.
1: i mean it's it's crazy when you actually add up the time i'll just throw in this real quick um because i did it so where i live to the office mm-hmm. when it's normal traffic it's about 30 minutes right yeah i just did a median of 30 minutes yeah so me driving to the office every day and i do that i six days a week yeah so I put six days a week
0: and it's yeah it's one day right
1: it's 13 days in a year a year two weeks 13 days that yeah. I I lose out of my life yep. just driving to an office
0: well for me it was um, 24 hours a month so one full day a month pretty much I was yeah that,
1: that's about right yeah so about 13 yeah. days and I'm not getting paid days. for it yep. and I'm
0: paying for that
1: mm-hmm yeah yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's crazy and so, yeah, and you don't, I, that's not even adding on, you know, gas on top of that. But yeah. Just the time alone is so much. But, you know, guys, the benefit of that is, yeah, you get the truck, you get the, you get a phone, you get all that stuff taken care of. Something breaks, something happens. It's not you. You yeah. just hop into another vehicle. It's all you. And you keep going. Yeah. um, You know, so the benefits there are awesome. But the industry is not going anywhere either.
0: It's not. so. Well, another another major benefit. I mean, we just spent ninety eight minutes talking about the truck. I know. Some some (laughs) some guys might not even get to take it home. (laughs) They're like, I gotta drive to work. (laughs) I gotta Um, go pick it up. Yeah, is you're. I wouldn't say you're your own boss, but you're in charge of your day. You're out there by yourself. It's all you. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not. There's no one micromanaging you. At least I hope not. Yeah. Um, But which. I've heard stories of micromanaging through the, from the office to a technician which sucks but I mean yeah. you are at the end of the day you're on your own out there you're in charge of getting that day done and it's all you.
1: Yeah. Now obviously when it does come to those benefits of like micromanaging things like that you do have to pick the right company. Yep. You have to make sure that the culture fit is there um and be smart about that guys you know don't just jump on because you're like oh my gosh you know these guys are talking about money and you get to take the truck home and I don't have to spend gas and and all this stuff and then you find a company that you absolutely hate cuz some dudes riding your ass yeah you know you it's not it's just not a good fit so nope. find that company that is going to be a good fit that is going to be okay for you and that's going to work with you because yeah I'm right there you know with Anthony you know I love the freedom of being out in the truck And I've had that opportunity This past two weeks Is to be out in the truck I can throw in my headphones I can listen to whatever I want And I'm just in that rhythm Of helping people out Yeah Getting the jobs done Just moving through my day I get yeah. to see a bunch Of different places Oh which yeah Which is awesome yeah. I love driving To be yeah. honest with you um, And so it's It is It's relaxing mm-hmm. You know It is relaxing On those days Where it's a little bit More spread out I personally like that um, To where I can drive A little bit more Yeah I like those days
2: so, no, uh, yeah,
0: 100%. Like, I don't mind ever, like, oh, it's, you know, driving 45 minutes out, you're in that new little community, new faces, everything like that. But I do want to brush up on something you brought up about um, finding a new job. Of our industry is so unique that there's a million choices out there for you to pick from. You oh, know? yeah, absolutely. It's not like, say, you know, who, who's going to deliver your goods, FedEx or UPS? Um, It's it's not like that at all. It's literally, um, well, I have 98 different companies in the area I could pick from pick from yeah it is a weird industry and they're all solid they're all you know super solid foundation now some might have that micromanaging manager or you know yep. they might have uh you have to drive to pick up the truck but you know find one that fits best for you
1: yeah honestly yeah there there are a lot of options out there it is that is the nice thing um and each one has their own different little style and that's something I'll throw out there real quick guys for everybody if you are planning on switching companies or you have switched a ton Um, I'm going to tell you right now is when you do switch, you know, learn their ways of how they do things. Yeah. You know, don't say, Oh, some dude who had 80 years of experience when I first started taught me this way. And that's how I'm always going to do it. You know, don't fall into that because yeah, you're going to be hitting that door right back out again Yep, just as fast as you got in. I would say
0: I I have a very funny analogy about the, uh, the pest control industry itself and and how you should treat each house. All right, let's hear it. I like to say each house is like um, a gate leading to the backyard. They're all different. They're all unique. Some are broken. Some you got to kind (laughs) of push around. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Some might be locked. Yeah. Some might be, you don't know what the hell's going on with the gate. Yep. And some gates might just be, you know, on the floor. (laughs) Wide open. Yeah. (laughs) Or open. Yeah. Um, And and the reason why I like that little analogy is it's pretty true of like, um, if you're not approaching each house like it's a unique gate to open which yeah. most of them are Some Let's face it. A lot of them are the same. A lot of them are different. It's, it's funny how the gates work, Yep. but you got to do that with your service. You can't get caught in your, your ways of getting taught by, you know, the, the legendary technician of the Eastern breezeway or something, you know, you gotta, <laughs> oh, you gotta be willing to change and yeah. even say, and, and, and if you guys are listening, it's not that, you know, the D and the A are saying, we know everything. We're the best. We change our services all the time.
1: Oh, yeah. No, no, no. There's one thing that I was thinking of when I was actually crawling underneath, grabbing this rat. Yeah. How much
0: money you should charge him?
1: That, too. (laughs) No, no, no. We're actually charging them pretty good. Um, But, you know, the other thing that I was thinking is how many guys would be doing this, and the second that they looked back there said, nope, sorry, can't do it. you got to clean everything out.
0: I would say you'd be surprised how many would say that. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I know that that's the thing. Like, I, I would guarantee say a good f- f- at least five out of 10 technicians, maybe even six out of 10 would be like, look, I don't know about this guy.
1: Oh, oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it, it crossed my mind. It oh, absolutely crossed my mind. But then I realized, wait, you know what? How many more people, you know, could jump on because of this? Yeah. You know, they see me behind there in their gas station. They're going to talk to other gas stations. Mm-hmm. I know they have family that owns other gas stations. Easy now. No, I'm just, I'm just saying, I guarantee it. Okay. And now because of that, they're going to say, Hey, you got to call this dude. He's yeah. some freaking, he's crazy. He was underneath pulling everything out, yeah. grabbing garbage. I filled up an entire garbage can Yeah. full of junk. I mean, even the wife was just and, like, and the junk was uh, a nest. It was a nest. Yeah, yeah. It was just, it was tore up all these cups. Um. But you know that, yeah. It, yeah. I mean, you have to go,
0: you have to go that extra distance. Yeah. Yeah. have to yeah. but most guys would say
1: no nah, i ain't doing that
0: i know and it's sad and you know what i'm gonna get fired up again but we're a little down the road in this podcast what's our next uh topic well you know
1: honestly that was it Great. so you know so you know why we're the best we're recession proof we're pandemic proof we have a high satisfaction rate very I mean, high it's it's huge and real quick and if you're not find a new job please Oh yeah, if you're not getting it from your clients, if you're not having good conversations, if they haven't thanked you, um, you're more than likely uh yeah, you're more than likely you need to get out of the, you know, industry. But yeah. job security, but yep. that goes right back to recession proof and pandemic proof. Yeah. You know, of course it's job security. We're not going anywhere. Yeah. Now maybe the, you know, the the better technicians that are doing more work, that are doing it better, more efficiently, are probably going to push out the ones mm-hmm. <laughs> that aren't. So your job security is a lot lower Yeah, the guys that aren't doing it. But Well,
0: I would say if you're busting your butt off and if you're doing the best you can every house, every stop, you, your your job security is through the roof. Oh, absolutely. And it's, it's dude, not I don't think any company is going to fire someone for getting the job done right. Nope. Yeah. No, no, They'd it's, be stupid. Yeah. They'd be very stupid dumb. too. And then if they do do that, it's probably better because they didn't deserve you. you get a better company. Yep.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then the money and the benefits behind it. You know, oh, yeah. it, it's great money, uh, especially at least here in California, once you do step up from an applicator to a branch too. Yeah. Um, if anyone's out of California and they don't know that, yes, there's different licenses. Mm-hmm. There's four... Five different licenses you can get. Yeah. Applicator, branch one, branch two, branch three, and then operator.
0: Um, And I'm a a branch two structural pest control technician. Yeah. In case you guys are wondering. There you go. Yeah. I don't don't know. (laughs) Throw it out there. I might be flexing a little bit. Yeah, but yeah. if
1: if you have a branch, too, that's when your pay really goes up. Yeah. An applicant oh, unfortunately, doesn't get a lot of money out here. Yeah. But there's nothing holding them back to where they can't go get that license. Just one
0: stupid test, at least in California.
1: And that's the awesome thing. Actually, now going back to some of the benefits behind it, that's one of the great things about this industry is you just have to take a test. Yeah. You don't have to go and do, you know, 100 hours of whatever.
0: That's not what this
1: requires.
0: Well, This is a different topic for another day, but I think they should switch up how people get into the industry, but for the time being. Oh,
1: it's absolutely flawed.
0: Yeah. 100%. I agree with you
1: 100%. But while it's this way, let's take advantage of it. Yeah. Because those guys out there that only have an applicator's license, you can jump right into getting a branch too and really changing everything up, you know, very quickly and to get a, a lot more pay. Yeah. You know, from a lot of different companies, once you do have those branch, you know, that branch two. And just so you guys know, the difference between an applicator and a branch two license, one you can only you can literally only treat. You cannot identify, you can't even change your treatment. Yeah. Um, where the other one in California, you can actually identify the bugs, you can change your treatment, you can customize it to that house. Um, and that's why the money's in the branch two, not necessarily in the applicator. Yeah, so. it,
0: I, and I I do wonder how how different it is in each state. I wonder how they, you know, change it all up, but I guess that's a... Yeah, that, that's a good question. I have yeah, no idea. That's a whole other thing to jump into, isn't it? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. We, we'd have to do some research on that. Well, hope, I don't
0: know. We have listeners, we see the stats, and no one's yet to reach out to us, so I mean... Are you calling them out? Yeah, I am, act- again. Again? I'm always calling people out, like, why... Freaking call us, man. Let's get you on here and come talk with us or something. I want to hear, and I said it like 10 times already in the podcast, I want to hear from other states. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, honestly, call us up. You know, call us out. You, you know, I do think 98% of our listeners are in California.
1: Yeah. Well, and we have some uh, foreigners. But hey, if you guys speak Spanish, I got you. Call me.
0: Yeah. Oh, Um. Oh, you could plug it. Different episode, actually. Yeah.
1: yeah. But no, no, no. I mean, if you guys are speaking <laughs> Spanish or anything like that, I do speak well, Spanish. Let them know
0: in Spanish so people get how fluent you are in it.
1: Okay. Entonces, si hablan español, pueden marcarme. O de hecho, mandarnos un mensaje de correo o lo que sea. Pero si hablo español, entonces si quieren hablar en el podcast o quieren hablar en español en su país, mandanos un mensaje.
0: And you heard it there.
1: There you go. Yeah. So, guys, we got you. English and Spanish. Yeah bilingual oh yeah
0: yeah and that's not the only thing that's by between the dna podcast oh gosh <laughs> here we go we're bipedal what does that even mean it <laughs> means we have two feet
1: oh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you got me i didn't know that <laughs> all right guys well thanks for listening in oh why the pest control industry is the absolute best
0: and it is thanks guys Hey, hey guys, this is Anthony, and here's a quick reminder. We want to hear from you, whether you're a technician, owner, or operator. We want to hear your stories, whether it's a horror story on the field, a funny story with the client, or just something straight up crazy or weird you've seen. Uh, and how can you do this, you ask? Well, our email is dnapestpodcast at gmail.com. That's d a n d a pestpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us at Twitter and direct message just there, at DNA Pest Podcast. That is D, the letter N, A, Pest Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, or you can reach out directly through our website at dnapodcast.com. That's d-a-n-d-a-podcast.com. We want to hear from you, so let's hear it.